It's another episode of the Pin High Podcast presented by Golficity. This week, we're going to be talking about Jim Herman's win at the Wyndham Championship, um, the US Am, and preview the Northern Trust and the start of the FedEx Cup playoffs and cap it off with birdies and bogeys of the week. All right, episode 42 of the Pin High Podcast. Um, Jackie Robinson episode. Yeah, Jackie Robinson, Mariana Rivera episode. Um, as you probably noticed by now, Pat's not here this week. Um, we had to put him on the IL. Um, had his tonsils out last week, so he can't really talk right now. So not great for a podcast. He, he got him out on Wednesday, and then he wasn't sure if he was able to do this on Tuesday, which right. is right now. And mm-hmm. he's still still on the IL for at least another week. So. Yeah, we, we hope to have him back next week. Uh, we'll see. As I, I had to do the intro this week, so that you know that was tough. <laughs> <laughs> a lot, a, a lot of pressure for Geek right there. Yeah, I know that that was a lot. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I guess we'll jump right into the Wyndham Championship. Uh, Jim Herman got the win last week. Um, you know what? Kind of ah, not kind kind of the guy didn't really want to win. I, I wasn't like rooting against him, but like you saw the all the guys on the leaderboard behind him, where it was like. Billy Horschel, Kevin Kisner, Doc Redman, uh, Webb Simpson's Webb right Simpson, there. Reed's like, like top ten. Reed, like guys that we picked, plus guys that like we just like to see win. You know, they were that out we there. Yeah, they were out there right behind Jim Herman, and it kind of sucked that he was the one that won. Like out of all the guys in the stretch, nothing, that, nothing against Jim Herman. I like like he seems like a great guy, and he's won. But like he won this week, obviously. But he's crazy that he has more wins than. Tony Finau, Tommy Fleetwood. I think there's one more combined oh, on the PJ Tour. He has like three wins, I think. Um, yeah, he has three I wins. think all of his wins have come over the age of 35. So like he just found something yeah. late in his career. Um, I, remember, I remember when he won his first tournament uh, uh, a couple of years ago. I forgot where it was, but he was it was very emotional. It was like very cool. Like he was, used to be a club pro. Right. And then he won, I think, the Bear, well, like not the Barracuda, but something like that. One of those, yeah. Uh, last year and then obviously something like this but he went from like 162 to 54 in the yeah, FedEx that's Cup so game. i was thinking like we we didn't really think about that last week when we we're going into our picks like what guys need to make a jump into that top 125 to like i mean we kind of we, 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 we kind of thought about like charles schwartz was 125th i think pat said yeah, when yeah. he did it and he obviously didn't play that well but like there are some guys who needed to like make a lot bigger jump that we didn't even really think about that would be a factor Obviously, right. Herman's one of those guys. And, like, yeah, I wasn't surprised to see somebody like Jim Herman win this tournament because, like, they need their best golf and they need to be play well to make it all the way up into that top exactly. 25. All, the, all those guys <laughs> in like the 150 to, like, 200 range, like, we probably didn't expect at all. And, like, but those were really the guys, like, okay, like, I have to play well. Like, I ha- like if I have, to, I have to get my tour card, I have to, like, I have to uh, get into the playoffs and everything. So, that was, it's cool that he's, He's like he got it, and he'll be back on the tour next right. week too. So, a uh, little uh, bubble talk: uh, first four in, first four out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess it's three in this case. Um, ZJ ended up coming back in. He had strong last two weeks. Um, at, you love to see you love to see ZJ. In, no, he's in he's yeah, he's one of, he's one he's of those guys. Classy guy on tour. Just you need like if he's in, you're like okay, he's it's like a, he's a mainstay on tour. And then another major championship, and Shane Lowry uh, played his way in this week. And Pat openly hated him last week, but. Um, <laughs> Once again, he was one of those bubble guys. He needed he needed to play well to get in. So I wasn't yeah. surprised, even though Pat hated on him and he played really Pat, well. Pat Pat hate on him and Harold Varner. And yeah, no, I love how Pat's well. not here, so we could just like openly like yeah. hate on him. But um, 
he hated Harold Varner on this podcast, right? He's like, oh, he's not a good putter. I don't like Harold Varner. And then he picked him in his DraftKings lineup the day after. And he won, and he won the DraftKings lineup. Right, us. yeah. So, I don't know. And then obviously Jim Herman. <laughs> that was so funny. Jim Herman's the third guy in, uh, made the biggest jump out of anyone in the field. Um, who's out? Uh, Fabian Gomez drops out. Russell Knox. And uh, as we mentioned before, Charles Schwartzel, who was at that 125 mark. So, he jumps so not, out. So, it's not, not really... Like Charles Schwartz is the biggest name. Russell Knox, people know Russell Knox, yeah, but like, yeah. it's not really not, not really a bunch of like, oh, it's not like Tigers out. I, mean, or I feel like, like there wasn't like usually when you come around to the Wyndham, there's a lot of drama because like there's guys that like need to like birdie the last hole to make yeah. it in or something like that. And I felt like there wasn't really that drama this week. Like, exactly. Which w- this is why I'm that's what I'm hoping for this week. I'm hoping because like they, it's like top seventy make it in next week and yeah, like yeah. kept. Kepka's on the outside, Fleetwood's on the outside. Like a lot of people are on the outside that need to get in. And so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing uh the scenarios coming down to the final couple holes and that. Yeah. Um and I honestly didn't even look I mean, let's do a little bubble talk right now. So we're looking at the the top seventy right now. So uh guys who are on the bottom of the top seventy here, you have uh from sixty six down Bubba Watson, Phil Mickelson is sixty seven. Norlander sixty eight, Brian Arman sixty nine, and Zane Shinjun Zane is uh, seventy. Um, and then when you go outside the top seventy, there's a couple guys outside the top seventy. Um, seventy one, Sepp Straka, seventy two, our guy Harry Higgs, Harold Varner. Um, let's see if I can find any more notable. Harry names. Varner must have jumped. He must have jumped up a decent amount. Um, that's yeah, Siwoo Kim, who we'll we'll get into later, is at eighty two, so he needs to mm-hmm. jump. Um, Ches Reevy eighty three. Ian oh, Poulter. come on, Chaz. Ian Poulter's 85. Ricky Fowler, 88. Tommy Fleetwood, 89. Yeah. Um, right as there, as you mentioned, Kepka is 97 right now in the yeah. outside. Jordan Spieth is 100. Oh, my God. So, uh, there, Justin Rose hasn't had a great year. He's at 109. So, there's a lot of big names outside that that top uh, 70 that need yes. to make we'll, moves we'll, we'll, we'll be watching those guys. I'll be watching like Kepka and Speed closely, trying to see what they do. Especially Speed. Exactly. I want. I, want, I hope Speed gets like like plays well this week and gets like I mean, close Spieth, to the tour championship. Speed usually makes it to the tour championship. Like he may yeah, have he not do, been he, playing. He's pretty a mainstay. On that. He, he he hasn't been playing great the last couple of years, but he always makes it to the tour championship. So it's seeing him at a hundred. He needs to make a move this week. Um, he's just like one of those guys. Week by week, hopefully, hope I'm just hoping he gets into uh, next week at Olympia Fields. Right. Yeah. Same. Um. So I guess we can move on to the USAM now. Um, we didn't really talk about it that much last week, but um, USAM I was didn't this re- week. I, I didn't realize it was on until we finished recording. And I looked at my phone. And it was like a USAM preview. And I, said, right. and I was like, of course, the one week and we forgot the top. I, lo- I love like the that. USAM. Um, it was USAM is Band- awesome. It was at Bandon Dunes this year, which is such an unreal course. I love that course so much. Um, I honestly didn't get to watch a lot of it, though, which is unfortunate. Neither did um, I. Uh, but was there, was, back, there was I mean, there was some storylines this week. Um, I think the biggest storyline um was the the first day. I think it was uh, the caddy touching the sand um in the bunker, and he got his player DQ'd on the 18th hole. That was like that yeah, went viral. That's, and you you know how that was that was against Strafacci, right? Yeah, who ended up winning Strafaci it all? That, yeah. Um, which whatever. I, that that just sucks. Like that that's a pretty bad golf well, feel. I mean, and, I think and, it was a local caddy too, and like. I don't know did, what he did was you thinking. Hear? He clearly, like, you can see the video. He clearly, like, moved the sand, tested the sand to see what it was like. And then he immediately denied it. 
Like he denied doing it, I mean, which is dude, like the most dude. There's the cameras all over ever. you. There's cameras like, everywhere. You're, you're at the U, you're at the USAM. You're not at some country club like random tournament. Like you're at the USAM. Like they're gonna like find you, especially like on like you literally like bent down and just like did like like touch the sand. Like nobody was not gonna see that. And like there are rules officials around you too. Like just I I just don't think there's a there's it's hard to think of a worse way to lose if you're a player. Than something that you didn't do, like your caddy that your caddy did to like ruin it, kind of. I mean, obviously, yeah. like uh, it's just unfortunate. And, like Strafacci ended up winning because like he was he won that match and then he ended up winning the title. But so um, it's, it was, it's, just, it's just so unfortunate. So Oliva Pinto, I think, was the the player, um, and his caddy was just like a uh, um, a local, local? band in like Looper, um, um, and whatever. He's he's been a caddy like couple like for other us hands and stuff so like like he obviously knew what he knows what he's doing so i don't really know yeah. why he i don't know yeah the, i don't know which, I, I, I don't know what's going through his mind when he decides to test the sand in the in the middle of a usm on the 18th hole of the usm uh-huh. i just i that just that, that confuses the hell out of me i mean on but, the 18th hole to like lose the match <laughs> exactly yeah like that's tough um whatever he said um like pinto was good about it um, people kind of praised him as, you know, being someone who's like our age, like not being all pissed off at the caddy or anything like that. So well, that's, that's good. That's, that's good. good that's see. good to hear. But like, like, I feel like the caddy's guy, the caddy's guy feels sick about it. Oh yeah. He's it's probably like, still, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> but yeah. So Strafasi ended up winning it over Ali Osborne and from SMU, uh, in the, in the final, um, he only won one up. So last hole was a big one. Do you see that I watched the uh, so I was traveling I was going back down to school all weekend so yeah, Friday we, were doing, we did a whole school. reverse uh, we did a little reverse travel Trevor went from yeah. uh, Connecticut to South Carolina I went from South exactly. Carolina to Connecticut yeah <laughs> so I'm I'm back at school and so so I completely forgot I was on until Sunday night and my dad texts me he's like you watching the USM and I turn it on and it's like the thirty fourth hole and. Literally, there's fog. You can't see anything. The fog is like you can't see the like the fairway. You can't see the t like the green. Like the fog is everywhere, and it looks so cool. It's like all the, like just two players on the course, and like they're going down the stretch. And so I turned it on. It was Osborne had a two sh- no Strafacci had a two shot two hole lead, and then they went through like the whole because they played 36 holes in the final match, and they went through the whole. Uh, all 36 holes to see what the, what was like what the match was at, and Osborne was up five after 14 on the front first 18. Strafacci came all the way back and tied it at like the 20th hole, and then um, he went all the way down to. I think he started. He was like, yeah, he was leading with two up with like two to play. Two to play, yeah. And then they hit it on it. 17. Hit in, hit like uh, Osborne hits like ten feet. Strafacci hit in the hazard, hit in the hazard again, and they're coming on the eighteen. It's a par par five, and they both go for in two. And Strafacci hits an unbelievable shot to like fifteen feet to have a chance to win for eagle. And it was the ending was, it wasn't as like as like epic as like the rest of the match scene, but because mm-hmm. Osborne missed a putt for birdie, and after Strafacci missed missed his eagle putt, but still like unbelievable. You know, and the scenery was crazy. Like you can't see. You, like I'm telling you, you could not see anything off That's the tee. That's crazy. I mean, all, all you can see is they're, they're like they're like ball flights. Like the shot tracer just go into like the fog. That's it. Like that's all you could see. 
really cool to sport, really cool to watch. Good stuff. Um, I love the USAM. Um, and it's also like just fun to see, like watch the USAM and, and then like see some of these guys on the PGA Tour a couple years later. So um, yeah, and I, I like I love the whole I love ma- I love watching match play golf. It's like the Ryder Cup. I love watching match play and so like if it was like stroke play, it wouldn't be I feel like it wouldn't be as entertaining. But like match play, like the huge bracket for that, like it's like mm-hmm. the Dell Technologies. It's like it's it's so much it makes it so much more entertaining i love it when, i also just love it when like the, obviously it's a lot of college kids and like young, young yeah. guys i love it when there's like like the occasional like old guy like yeah you just have like, a, a like, 40 year old Hag- 40 yeah like, exactly like Hagestad's always there right uh, there are a couple, a couple, well. couple other guys yeah but mostly it's like uh i kai for a guy a couple years ago at a usm qualifier and he said he said he was like he's like 31 and he said basically that like the the field is just run by college kids. Like it's just all right. college kids. And just like a lot of the older guys, like don't even have like a chance pretty much. Well, I mean, if you win a USM, like that puts your name on the map. <laughs> oh yeah. You're, much. you're playing. And I mean, you're, you're pretty playing, much going to end up on the tour. Yeah. So you're, play, you're playing, you're playing in the masters. You're playing in the, the US open, like right. Hovland won it. What? Two years ago. Mm-hmm. Or last, last year at Pebble beach. Didn't you? Yeah. Hovland yeah. Hovland. Like in like, like DeChambeau, like anyone you can think of won USM. Right. So that, that's, that's fun. Um, what else can we talk about? Uh, PGA Tour 2K21 is coming out soon. New new trailer came out this morning. I, think. I honestly did not and watch the trailer, so I I, I, I literally I literally yet. just watched it before, and it was like it's like Schoolboy Q, Justin Thomas, uh, Here, a couple I'll, other. Guys. I'll watch it right now. Yeah, well, well, I've watching. School, but like they're all playing the game. It looks and like it looks they're having a lot of fun. It looks it looks epic though. Justin Thomas, Schoolboy Q, The Miz. <laughs> <laughs> Shooter McGavin. <laughs> no, it's it's. I think it's. It looks honestly, it's one of those games where like I'm like I'm gonna get regardless of like how much money is probably because I just want like I think I want, like fun. I haven't played one of those games in so long since like the like Rory McIlroy and Tiger I mean, Woods games. I mean, in the week. Pat and I have been playing uh, the golf club. Um, yeah, <laughs> which mm. it's fun, but it doesn't have any like golfers like it doesn't have any real golfers on it so it's kind yeah. of annoying this will um, this will be much better Throwback to like you know tiger woods pga like we're at like, those, those games are so much so fun. good so yeah. much fun um so i'm so, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely i'm looking that forward to that out. i'm definitely gonna get it that comes i thought out it came out in days. august two days yeah it comes like, out two days I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, i'll get it i'll yeah, get it then. so that should be good um our monday hypothetical this week uh kind of just thought of it on the fly because like you guys didn't help me at all um Best halfway house snack. Um, so I thoughts on that. My go-to is I've said this before, but my go-to is I got like a hot dog, bottle of water, and like a Snickers or Reese's. I just think that's like just like it's a good one. Pretty much like a, it's like almost like a lunch, not a full like lunch, but like uh-huh. it's like close to it. Yeah, mine and like is and maybe it, maybe if I'm maybe if the pain what I'm doing like if I'm like that's like if I'm like playing regular, but if I'm playing like with friends or something like that, then I'm able to get like a beer or something like that or transfusion. Yeah, my my, my answer was a a transfusion to calm me down after ter- after a terrible front nine. Yeah, and a couple hot dogs. <laughs> I'll say transfusion if you if you can get a transfusion halfway house. That's like that's like that's the ideal halfway house. A couple of answers, cold cold. Cold, not frozen Snickers. Um, Snickers is a big one. Snickers, beef jerky, Snickers. spicy peanuts. Someone said a banana and an ice blue Gatorade. Um, Snickers two, is big. Two, two glizzies and whatever whatever's yes. on tap. <laughs> two glizzies. <laughs> and a, and a cl- classic turkey sandwich. Just, uh, honestly, just bring me back to uh, Harbor Town and give me the give me a transfusion hot dog from the halfway house, and I'll be set. That's I all I need. Da- I think my dad thought thought I was crazy because I had like two two transfusions like through like 
like 11 or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was playing terrible at Harvard. We'll get into that, that, might, that, that might have been the reason why you played terrible. <laughs> I mean, my bogey of the week, you're going to laugh. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, FedEx Cup playoffs coming up this week um, with the Northern Trust. Tigers in for the FedEx Cup playoffs. Um, I mean, not not surprised, but good to see No, that. not surprised, but I'm... I'm very, very interested to see how he plays. It's because amazing played... how Tiger. It's amazing how Tiger stays in the top 125, even though he yeah. like has he's played five events. Well, I think he's. I think it's because he won at like Zozo. I think that was part of the season, and he's played like he played like decent in a couple of our, like our tournaments. But like, I, I mean, guess he, that that one win. Everybody, also. everybody in here has played like a bunch of events, right? Top one twenty-five. Probably played like five. And then, and then there's Tiger who's played five. Yeah. Um, there's Adam Scott who played eight because he, you know, he passed on a couple of events. Yeah. Um, because of coronavirus. He just came back. And, a couple and, weeks yeah, ago. Tyrell Hatton's only played eight too, but he like when he's played the eight, he's played sick and like like yeah. seven of the eight. So I just, I just, I, I would love for Tiger to play well, but I can't. Like I can't see him like competing like that much. I mean, he, right. so like he's, Tiger. Tiger's at forty nine right now, so I would assume so he's, he's safe. stays in the top t- top seventy. So he's safe for he's next safe. week. I would, but um, that's I why know. I think, uh, I think he's gonna kind of treat this as a warm up week, and like because because he knows I think he, I think he chose the right tournament to come back on too because he's played TPC Boston and he's played really well here at TPC Boston. Right. So I think he could. Kind of treat this as okay. If I I can go out and play well here, I know I can do that. But if I don't play best, it's like nothing in the world, and I still I'm still in it for next week. And like so, I think he'll because he'll be playing the next three weeks if he qualifies for all three. So and then the U.S. Opens after that. So I think he's kind of if this could lead like these three weeks could lead up to a good Tiger showing at the U.S. Open, which I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, speaking of Tiger um, at the U.S. Open. Um, I don't know if you saw JT and Tiger were playing at Wingfoot yesterday, um, like kind of on their way to Boston. So playing at playing at Wingfoot and, and they're prepping for the US Open more than they are for the uh, yeah, TPC I Boston. <laughs> I mean, Justin Thomas is sitting pretty. Uh, yeah, no, he, yeah, he's he doesn't <laughs> at number need to one in the FedEx he, Cup he, standings. He can, so. he, he, he can he can play Wingfoot all week if he wanted to, and not yeah, and not worry about missing the cup both weeks and be fine. exactly. Um, uh, other other more Tiger news. Um, I don't know if you saw this. He caddied for his son Charlie um, at an event this week, and he, Charlie Woods was like three under and like crushed the field. He's eleven years old. I know, eleven years old, and he's shooting three under on the on like a nine hole. When I was eleven years old, I was I thought I was good, and I was shooting fifties. I couldn't right. I couldn't break. Yeah. If I fair broke fifty, I was happy. Probably couldn't so even the fact hit the that ball he, like pass it to you. Like the picture, <laughs> the picture is hilarious because t- like it's like this dad. And like his other, his brother, random kid, uh-huh. and then Tiger's son's wearing pants, like he's walking yeah, with a club yeah, in his hand, club and Tiger's just walking, walking behind, like carrying the bag. Imagine you're caddying for your son in a group, and Tiger's like the like Dude, he's like Tiger's being, the caddy group. I mean, I don't know. Himself. Imagine being he's the like, other eleven year old kid. Like, yeah, I would shank my first tee oh shot, God. like with Tiger behind me. Yeah, like imagine you're like on the first tee, and like you're caddying for your son, and like. Tiger and Charlie Woods walk over to her and Tiger's like, like, hi, I'm Tiger. Nice to meet you. Like, 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 let's, let's have a fun day today. Yeah, I'm, I'm Eldrick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Eldrick. Like, should I call you Tiger? Big uh, boss man? Uh, go? Like, what, what do you want me to call you? That's a, that would be the create. That would be, caddying with Tiger would be the coolest thing in the world, I think. Like, the coolest thing in the world. Let yeah, alone play with be crazy, but it'd be awesome. 
Um, so yeah, that was kind of that kind of shows you where his head's at for this week. Uh, <laughs> was catting his son he's, and he's, playing at yeah, one foot. Yeah, also like he's coming to Northern Trust and he's catting for his son at tournament and he's playing at Wingfoot. Like I feel like he's just not like I feel like he doesn't really need to prepare as much, but like he's just. I feel like you're truly is treating this week as a warm up yeah, week. We'll watch him come out, which I'm fine week. with. Um. Uh. Okay. We'll get into betting right now there's one more thing that you put in here pga tour partners of points bets to uh further increase betting associations yeah so they partnered pga tour as bank partners with point bank partnerships with points bet and bet mgm and they're already partnered with DraftKings. Draft yeah stuff, stuff, much stuff so i i i love the whole like P pga tour was one of the first people first like leagues or tours or whatever it was to get to, into the betting yeah, yeah, to gain the bank. That was like that was like a couple months ago or a few months ago, and then like they're the only ones that really really pushing for it, which I love. I think that gets people more into. The, I know like my friends here, like they're gonna like like they're betting on PJ. I don't think people because, like, understand. Yeah, I don't think people understand how much fun betting on golf is. It is like I I realized the past like, few weeks is like this is like betting on the PJ Tour is like a, is a lot of fun, and. It's like you you, don't, you can do one you can do one round you can do the whole week you can like and, it's like, and, like it gets there's, invested there's the whole nothing weekend. better than picking a winner like because yeah the payout is so much when you get a winner right like and you, you, picking you, you, a winner you, you're is down the best the feeling in the world yeah you're down you're down the stretch and uh like your winner is like coming up eighteen like you need like a putt to win and like that's like the best feeling in the world like it's right. it's there's nothing like it and I. I think PJ Tour is doing a great job, of just like expo huh. like exposing themselves and uh, expanding the brand. Yeah, talking about betting awesome. odds and stuff on broadcast, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um. So speaking of betting, we'll get right into it this week. The Northern Trust, um, first of course, round of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Yeah. Yep. Um, we didn't have an intro this week. Um, yeah. <laughs> first first round of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Um, last event of the year with a cut. Um. All 125 players are going to be playing this week. The top the top 70, as we mentioned before, advances to the BMW next week. Um, the course this week, we're going to be at TPC Boston, which has been a fixture on the PGA Tour for quite some time now, except for the last year. Um, 7342, because they they got rid of an event. What it used to be an event. I forget yeah, when called. they when they when they moved like to change the playoff format, yeah, they, they changed, changed to they changed it to three yeah. instead of four. Um, mm -hmm. so uh, TPC Boston used to be that first event. I I'm blanking out the name of what it was, but anyway, um, seventy three forty two. It was it was the Dell Technologies. The Dell Technologies, sure. yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it was. Um, so it's now in the uh the Northern Trust rotation. Um, seventy three forty two yards, par seventy one, bent grass, which you see in the northeast. Um, there's gonna be a lot of scoring this week. Um, I mean, as the the previous winners, um, 2018 and beyond, have been around like 18 to to 20 under or so. Yeah, around um, that. Give or take. That area. In that in that area in that range. Um, almost half of the approach shots do come from over 175 yards, so that's gonna be a key stat this week. Proximity from 175 plus. Um, the fairways are slightly easier to hit this week. Um, there's a couple of drivable par fours, which are on one and four. So you really got score on the front nine um, this week to play well. There's also a couple of par fives that are reachable in two. Um, people, players who've had the most strokes gained, um, I saw this stat um, somewhere, um, at TP Boston in the fast, last five events, uh, Ricky Fowler, Rory McIlroy, Paul Casey, Gary Woodland, and Patrick Reed. Um also, DJ Loki has a couple top 20 finishes um, the last three times he's played at this course. Um, looking at key stats this week, we're going to go strokes gain approach as we usually do. As um, always. Yep. And, but, like, again, this week, 
um, approaches from 175 and beyond. So um, you're going to have a lot of long approach shots this week. So that's going to be a very important stat. Um, strokes game putting, um, bent grass greens. Um, this is this is like one of the first weeks that strokes game putting I've seen. I mean, is like we had it last more week. More important. But, yeah, but um, I, I feel like it's. I feel like this. Like from what, my, what I've researched, like this week is right. strokes game putting is more important than like a lot I of mean, weeks since like the I mean, pro- if guys are hitting in approach shots from 175, you're, they're not always going to hit it to 10 feet. So strokes game putting yeah. can be important because you want to avoid three puts. Um, and and hopefully nail a couple of long ones if you're not that close. Yeah. Um, also, par fives gained. As I mentioned before, um, there's a couple of reachable par fives, so you need to score well in those holes. Um, don't want to give up those holes. Um, strokes gained off the tee. Um, I, I say it's important, but not as important as the other stats because um, the fairways are slightly easier to hit, but that also kind of means that if you're a bomber, um, you could play well. I mean, we've seen yeah, Bryson, Bryson won in 2018. Um Rory that was, that was before he's beefed up, though. But but he still was hitting bombs. Yeah, um, was, Rory yeah. won in 2016 when he was hitting bombs. Rory also won in 2012. So bombers could win here, but also shorter hitters do have some success. Ricky Fowler, uh, Webb Simpson, uh, Charlie Hoffman have all won at this course as well. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to go right into the past winners, 2018 to 2010. Bryson, Justin Thomas, Rory, Ricky, Chris Kirk, Henrik Stenson, Rory, Rory again, Webb Simpson, Charlie Hoffman. It's pretty much all big names. Big it all, names. It, it's all like it's all guys who were like, like top of their game. Like Webb Simpson, mm-hmm. 2011, that was before he won the U.S. Open. Like they're all guys who are like in their, their prime or at top of their game, which so is yeah, like kind of going in going in the course horses. Uh, Rory um, has a pretty good record at TBC Boston. Um, he's won twice. Um, has a couple come from behinds. Um, he, he's really good in the strokes gain total category, as I said. Also, Phil has won uh one events at TPC Boston. Um, he's been he won in two thousand seven, I think, which is a while ago. But um, mm-hmm. he has a top ten, um, top six, top twelve, which was top twelve was in two thousand eighteen, which is the last time they played here. Um, Paul Casey also has good numbers. Um, couple runner ups. Um. Course. You know, he's been in the mix every time he's played here. And same with Patrick Reed. Um, three straight events, 2015, 2017, um, T6, T5th, T4th. He always puts well. He always puts well. Tiger Woods is like a, Tiger's like a big right, yeah. course horse too here. He's player awesome here. Like 2003, like 2007, he finished like, oh, like top 10 every single time or something, something, something crazy like that. Like when he was like in his peak Tiger. And then, then as I mentioned before, Patrick Reed's been playing well here. Uh, that's what I just said. Um, mm-hmm. Hideki Matsuyama has also played pretty well. Um, yeah, and pretty consistent. So those are some names to look at. Um, high salaries guys we like this week. Um, what did we have last week? Webb Simpson, I think, uh, who finished. No, we third. we had a uh, well last week. Didn't we have? We've kept going. JT. It says no, that, here. that was at the PGA. Oh, um, okay. Last week we had like <laughs> Webb Simpson. I think he finished. Uh, yeah, we did high up. Um, this Web, weekend, Web Simpson was locked at last week, though. Yeah, he was at that, that top 20 bet, locked which we'll get into later. Yeah. Absolute lock. Um, I thought he was going to win on Sunday, too, because mm-hmm. just like just knowing Webb. Um, yeah. So this week, I, I usually like to stay away from guys this high in salary, but Bryson, I mean, he's a good he's a bomber, so first in strokes gain off the tee. He's actually fifth in strokes gain putting this year. Um, mm-hmm. The last time we played at TPC Boston, he won. Obviously, he's been in good form all year. I mean, this is an event that Bryson could win. And then the other guy we love, Kyle Morikawa, and like, how can you not love 
this guy yeah, 10 no, right. 10 2 is not one he's still one of the higher guys but he's not like not the top like, like top tier like Bryson or Rory or uh JT, JT. But, like more Cavill, like he's just just con- he's gonna hit fairways he's gonna hit greens he's gonna make putts like he's just all around consistent like as consistent as it gets so also he's anytime, a, he's, probably anytime he's been in a, anytime he's been in a tough field he's played he's played well well so and um, and, and he's you know he like like knock on wood, but you know he's gonna make the cut. He's more wins than right. missed cuts, so he's exactly. just gonna, he's just gonna make the cut every week and compete. I mean, how can you not like Kyle Morikawa? Exactly, I, mean, I had to mention it. Um, <laughs> okay, so again to our DraftKings picks this week, Patrick has not added his picks into the doc as of right now, so he's got no picks this week. Um, he had Schwartzel got cut. Um, he was a bubble guy last week, so I mean, it was the right choice to pick him i think yeah it was uh, rogers it was. was rogers was t66 so not a great week for pat um mm-hmm. doesn't have any picks this week so we'll see what happens in the next like 20 minutes if he adds picks or not anyway um i had post in last week who actually got cut um he had one of those like four over four under type of uh, uh performances yeah. so he ended up just like even for the week um got cut by like a couple strokes can't have that if he went four under four under he would have been in Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Harris English had a really good start, but kind of um, wasn't great towards the end. He ended up finishing T twenty three, and then and you, I didn't, had, you didn't have a good week. No, <laughs> I had Bre- Brendan Todd played well the first day. He was like like four under or something like that, like doing pretty well. Right. And then he finished like he was plus two the next day and missed a cut by a shot. I'm pretty sure. And Chesri V just I did mean, not. The cut, I the see, events I like that, the cut line, the cut line ends up at like three yeah, under or something yeah, yeah so it's like, t- that's tough like you gotta tough. play like really well like you got pretty, pretty well both days which right. is hard to do so uh we'll do a little bit of a, a snake between two of us here um <laughs> i'll start um i'm gonna go with tyrell hatton at eight thousand. um his form has not been good in the last two events but i'm looking for a bounce back week um he's he actually gained in ball striking at the pga but wasn't good with the putter which is kind of interesting because he was first in strokes game putting like pretty much going into that event and he's now 20th so he really didn't have a good week putting but we have different greens this week run bent grass um i expect him to putt better this week um as i mentioned before he's still premier ball striker he's fourth in strokes gain approach seventh in strokes gain total um if the putter gets back on track this week i think tyrell hatton will go back into his previous form yeah and also I, I, eight thousand, eight thousand. Like he's been up in the nine thousands for a while. This is a really strong field. I mean, probably stronger than than a, um, a major. But um, I don't know. Eight thousand is a pretty good price for Tyrell Hatton. No, it definitely is. With his stats and the way he's played, just like yeah. maybe not the last couple of weeks, but like the past like year, like two weeks just before that, year. like yeah. he's a great. It's a great value. So I'll go with my first pick, Patrick Reed, at nine thousand. We picked. We we were high on him last week. He played well. I had him my best bet. Uh, Nine thousand for a guy like Patrick Reed, like he's not like again, like he's not like the top top tier, but I like him more than like guys right like Kepka's more than him, which I I, I do not like Kepka this week at all. I mean, I like, don't know. I, I I might lean Kepka this week just because he's sitting outside of that top seventy. Yeah, that's so, true. Like, he that's, might he might churn it on to get back in. I just but, I just the way he's in point, I just I can't. Yeah, I it's just know. hard for me to see. So then I and like and then and Tiger, I don't I like him I like Patrick more than Tiger, and he's only like a couple like hundred hours more than Tiger. Right. So but he's top twenty. Is three of his last four starts played well right. last week. Played well at the PGA. Like quietly played well at the PGA. He's ninth in strokes gained putting. He always has a knack for winning these. Uh, of events, yeah. These type of the Northern Trust. He won it at Bethpage a few years ago. And he won. It, I think he won it last year too. Mm-hmm. And 
Uh, so he's three top 10 finishes at TPC Boston. Dude, he alone, has three so. top top six finishes at TPC Boston, not even top 10. Top like. <laughs> so he, he he's like, he's like, like Cheek said, he's a course horse. He's a good putter. Playing is in really good form, so I think he's a good pick for this one for one of your higher salary guys this week. Uh-huh. It's a, I think it's a great pick. Yeah, we'll get a, um, a little bit more into Patrick Reed later. Yeah. I have another thing. <laughs> um, uh, so then I have Kevin Na, 6,800, third in strokes game putting, one of the best, obviously, one of the best putters in the field. And he's he's not bad strokes game approach. In. Yeah, walk <laughs> it in. Like, he's, he's, he's so much fun to watch. Like 43rd in strokes getting approach from 175 to 200 yards and 45th in strokes getting approach total is not like not terrible. Could be a lot worse. Top and 15. for him, for his putting, he's playing, he's doing much better. And he's, he's in good form. He finished ninth at the Memorial for the hard field and hard greens yeah. and just fast gotta, greens. Just got to hope hope his back holds up. He's another one of those guys yeah. with the back issues. Yeah. So so if he, I think if he plays, he could play. He could play pretty well, right. especially sixteen hundred. Good salary guy. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Low. I think you're awesome gonna find a lot. Of, it's gonna be a lot of value this week. I mean, this yeah. field is stacked. Mm-hmm. Um. So my next pick, as I mentioned earlier, Siwoo Kim. Um. He's at seventy eight hundred. He's he's hot. Last week he was T three. He was low key T thirteen at the PGA. I actually wanted to pick him last week, but he was looking like a popular pick last week, so I kind of stayed away from him. Like I saw him on a couple of websites, and I was you know, like, I don't really want to go with that. Um, which I probably should have. But anyway, um, his season stats don't look that great if you like look at the full season because he was kind of struggling early early on. But um, if you look at his stats from the last couple of weeks, he was third in strokes gain approach last week, um, and he was 15th in strokes gain approach at the PGA. Um, his overall tee to green hasn't been great, but he's found his ball striking um, out of the fairway. Um, also, the reason I'm going to pick him this week, he sits at number 82 in the FedEx Cup standings, and he needs to get that jump to 70. And he's been in really good form, so I look to see him. Like, he's a guy who needs to play this well, well this week to get into that top 70, and I look Look for him to play well this week. Just was he was reason. he the one who had two almost two hole in ones last week in the same round? Um, I think that might yeah. have been. Was that him or or Khan? Or well, Khan? we can we can talk about that too because those that reaction to the hole in one was the lamest reaction I've ever seen in my entire life. Like he hit hole in one, he's like he's like he's just like like oh like that's it like that's it like he was just like it's he was seeing like didn't even like really care. Went over and like fist bumped his caddy and that was it. Like that that's all that's all that happened. Was I'm that like, him that's or, just was was that him or Sung Kang? I, I couldn't I couldn't tell you. It was <laughs> Kang made an ace at the colonial, I know. Um it, it, anyway. it, I, think it, I think it might have been Siwoo Kim. I think it, I really did Whatever. Think, he finished I think T- was. third last week and like, yeah, I don't know. She's playing well. He's playing well, seventy eight hundred mid salary guy, needs to get into that top seventy, so there's extra motivation there. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm gonna go with him. Um, Pat does not have any picks, so he loses this week. Um, <laughs> same with winner and bets. So um, Pat's just not going to get any points next week for the bets uh, portion of the show. So Pat, and he needs them. He sits at three points. He had Patrick Reed, who ended up T9, pretty good. Yeah. Um, he also had Brendan Todd top 20, who ended up getting cut. We were, all, we, we were all high on Brendan Todd, and we just did that. Just, that just yeah, did not just happen, okay. unfortunately. Um, I liked him as first-round leader. I yeah. am in second here with five points. I had Neiman the one last week. He actually played pretty well, but he ended up at T43, so not a great last day. And mm-hmm. Webb Simpson top 20, that was a lock. I mean, I'm, such a lock. I probably should I should have bet Webb Simpson top 10 like if I really wanted it. I'm I'm still I'm in first still with seven points. I'm on a, I'm on a heater right now. I've been like I've been tracking all like the like I'm what like six and like six and four or something like that right now. I'm like I won like I think I've won like four out of the last five. I think I've three. won 
think I've won three in a row. Um, I don't know. I started off really bad, if you remember. I had like one mm-hmm. point for the longest time, but I'm starting to exactly. get up with these. So um, I, I had Casey to win, finished T31, played solid all week, and Patrick Reed top 20, uh, finished T9, obviously. So I'll start with my best bet. Uh, I got Rory to win at what? where is Oz? Oz are, sorry Rory. about that, plus 1,500. So like he's one of the top, he's one of the top guys. I think... He's won here twice before. He turn. I feel like he just turns it on in the playoffs every year. He's won the FedEx Cup, um, like multiple times over the past like four years. He's like he's just one of those guys that you know is going to compete in the playoffs. And he hasn't he hasn't played great since the restart. But I think he like player of his talent. He's due. He's due for a great week. I think like, this like I feel like it could come and just like him just go out and blow everyone out of the water. Like, I can definitely see that happening with, with, Jay, with Rory this week. Right. I so mean, I, I don't, I, I don't I like him this week. I like your, your reasoning behind that. I don't love Rory because like, obviously mm-hmm. he hasn't been playing as great. And like, I'm more of a guy, like I see results then all of a sudden. Yeah. I go with that guy. But, like, I haven't really seen many results from Rory this year, but like, I, I agree with that. He turns it on in the playoffs. Um, he's due for he, a win at some due. point. He's due. He's all due. The, all he's the other top guys are winning events. So like, you kind of want to win like, another one. I could also I could also see him not maybe he won't win, but I could also see him like playing a lot better than he has in recent weeks and kind of like like Great. I said turn it on for the playoffs. Also, and of course, kind of put, put course horse. He's a yeah, course horse. horse. Uh, so should right. I? Uh, I'll go, I'll go my winner first. Yeah, um, yeah. so my winner, I I was struggling to pick a winner this week because there's there's a lot of guys in this field and it's like such a mm-hmm. really strong field and like obviously you're looking at course history and other stuff and I kind of try to stay away from the course history to be honest. Um, I'm gonna go with Daniel Berger at um, 30 to one. Um, he's been so consistent all year. Um, this course kind of seems to fit his game a little bit. Um, he's he's top 25 in every major major category, like whether it be strokes gain approach, he's 21st. Strokes gain putting, he's 14th. I mean, he's up there, and and I think he's like in the top 10 in strokes gain total. I mean. Seventh and par five scoring average can be important this week. I mean, this guy's just a solid golfer. I feel like you could never go wrong picking him to win an event uh, just based on how he's been playing this year. And, um, mm-hmm. and obviously he has that win this year. Played, played six since the I restart. Mean, he's just been Absolutely playing insane. really good. So, um, I, I mean, I feel like you just can't go wrong with Daniel Berger. I, feel, I, feel, I, feel, I mean, like, in, in a, such a strong field, I'm looking for a guy like Daniel Berger, Calm or Cal to win because, like, they've just been so consistent. You know they're going to play well. Where, like, other guys like Brooks Kepka, like, sure, he might win that one-off event, but, like, he might not play as well in the other ones, you know? That's, that's what I was going to I was going to say, like, Burger, like we say, Conor Morikawa is like very consistent. Like has been like one of the most consistent players all year since the restart too. Burger's right up there. Burger's like Burger's made like every single cup pretty much, and like he's competed like and seems like every single tournament. So he's uh, he, he's he played finished, almost um, as well as Morikawa. Finished T thirteen at the PGA. Um, a yeah, weeks ago. He, was, he, he was competing uh, all weekend. Was the last too. Time he missed a cut. I kind of want to see that. Um, has he missed a cut recently? He did miss a cut at the Memorial, but like that's that's it. He this is these are since since coming back from the break he's played in uh five events. Missed um, one cut. Missed one cut. These are his finishes in the five events. One at the Charles Schwab. He won the Charles Schwab. T three at the RBC Heritage. He got cut at the Memorial, which was a tough course. Whatever. T two at the FedEx St Jude and T thirteen at the PGA Championship. So top yeah, twenty in all is. those events. He's, like, he's as high as they come. Yeah, so um and like even before the before the break he was hot like T4 at the Honda, T5 at the Pebble Beach, uh, T9 at the Waste Management, T17 at Zoe's. I mean, he's been playing so well this year. So, 
and you're going your I'll, I'll uh, go my, I, I, your best you know, bet I'll go off my best bet. Yeah. So last week you had Patrick Reed top twenty, and I'm gonna piggyback and do that second week in a row. Slot Patrick Reed top twenty, um, plus one fifty. Um, I mean we we've talked a lot about Patrick Reed already. He's been in really good form. Um, T nine, T thirteen in his last two. I think three top ten finishes in his last what four. Um, he also has the three top six finishes at TBC Boston. So, I mean, I like Patrick Reed at top 20. Mm-hmm. Also, plus I love Patrick I'm, I'm surprised. Yeah, good odds. Yeah, but exactly. That just, that just shows you how good, that, that just, I guess that just shows you how good the field is this week. Exactly. So, I'll go my best bet. I feel like people forget about him a lot now. But Jason Day, top 20, he's been plus so 138. Well. Played. He's playing ridiculous recently. He's top 10 in, last, in each of his last four starts. So, to go through... The Workday T7, the Memorial T4, the WGC FedEx St. Jude T6, PGA T4. Like he's just, he's on fire. Like he, like there's right. no like, and he's played like those were great fields too. The Memorial PGA, WW, WGC. He's played insane. Those great fields. It's kind A-10, of amazing that it's a, with all those finish, good finishes, it's amazing that he only sits 45th in the in like the yeah, FedEx Cup. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, before that, like it was like cut cut t45 he's found he found his swing he found his putting stroke which i love i love jason i love seeing jason day play well and he's he is and even here at tbc boston he's eight eight top 25s and his 11 starts here at tbc boston so pretty good chance he finishes top 20 i like him at plus odds too so i like that bet a lot Speaking um, of okay, Jason Day, we have first. Speaking of Jason, sorry, I, I, yeah. I was waiting <laughs> no, for Pat. We, we have, I was waiting for Pat to do his leader. to do his winner and his bets, and I'm like, oh wait, Pat's not here. <laughs> um, okay, so Good. first round leaders, um, like you're saying, Jason Day plus four thousand. Um, I, you know, I I wanted to put him in my picks, but I didn't really, I couldn't really fit him in there. So like, when I can't mm-hmm. fit guys into my picks, I just put him into the first round leader because yeah. they usually play well. Um, so um I, as Trev kind of mentioned he's found his old like major championship form where he like won a couple majors. Um he's been really good in his last four starts, um 17th in scoring average. He's had been really good in the first rounds the, the past few events. So I mean Jason Day can't go wrong as first round leader. And then the second guy I'm going to go first round leader, I'm going to go with Tony Finau. I mean I'm hesitant to pick him cuz he never wins, but like first round leader is a great pick for Tony Finau every week I feel like. Um, he's sixth in first round scoring average, um, 17th in strokes can approach, been really good form this year. Um, as I mentioned, he's a really good starter and then he like fades in the fourth round. Like if you look at his like scoring averages all year, like rounds one through three, his scoring averages are all in the top 20 rounds, one, two, th- one through three. And then you get to his fourth round scoring averages, like 100 and something. So he's really yeah. not good in the fourth round, but like it's the Puerto Rico this, this is, this is only the first round. So, I mean, Tony Fina first round 13th and birdie average as well. I mean, he's a good starter. So, I mean, I feel like you can't, I, I like the first round leaders this week. I'm excited about that. I like I, them too. They're looking I think good. they're going to do, uh, they're going to do mm-hmm. sick. Um, <laughs> well, they come, they both for first round leaders this week. Yeah. So let's go. Let's go into the birdies and bogeys a week. Jeek, I know you've been you've been talking about okay. this. So let's so my, start I'm with you. I'm gonna go right to my bogey of the week. Um, so last week I was in Harbor. Uh, I was played Harbor Town. I was in uh, Hilton Head, South Carolina. Played a couple other courses too. Didn't play that great. But my bogey of the week, um, number 18 at Harbor uh, at Harbor Town, is considered the widest fairway in the PGA Tour, like by far, right? Yeah. Your boy missed the fairway. <laughs> Water. <laughs> 
no on the right on the right i was like i was like in the the first cut like on the right um (laughs) i i I had a shot in on the second hole i put it i I ended up putting it in the in the patrick diamond memorial bunker yes um, right in front of the crane (laughs) Um, oh my god i mean i was playing terrible last week oh my god like i so i i came out first hole last week um I, i think i mentioned this on the podcast last week first hole first tee shot stripe it down the middle of driver feeling good i have like pitching wedge in on the first hole i put it to like like two inches like first hole first hole yeah. of the entire vacation first hole of the week i'm i hit a ball like like almost in on the first hole and i'm like oh mm-hmm. i'm feeling myself i'm gonna be sick this week like let's go and like i shot a front nine 42 and i was feeling good and then for some reason something clicked got to the back nine and i just like played terrible and that kind of just stuck with me the rest of the vacation so was not a good it happens after you haven't played in a while and going down to Harbor Town and South Carolina to play golf. I mean, so I shot in like the mid nineties every time and I should not be shooting in the mid nineties, especially mm-hmm. I mean I played from like pretty much the tips at all the courses. Um Yeah. I mean, let's see here. We'll look at the yardages here. I mean, obviously they didn't even have the heritage tees up at the Harbor Town, so I, I mean I was never gonna play from the heritage tees, but um so I played It'd from be the interesting blues. to see what we'd shoot from the shoot from those tees. The blue, since they didn't have the heritage tees up, I think the blues were playing around sixty eight hundred. So okay. not that bad. Um, so yeah, it's a, that's a good yardage, it's a long, long right. course. I mean, I I was shooting in like the the high forties though on mm-hmm. on the nines. I mean, I just did not play well. I mean, I didn't really have any blow up holes at Harbor Town, but I just didn't play well. I wasn't hitting the ball. At all. Like I lost my driver pretty much, and I was had to hit like three woods and three hybrids and stuff. Yeah, and it's like it's safe. tight there too, as we've known. It is. Um, at the other course, Hilton Head National, I played 6,800. Just good. I mean, I love having the yardage because my home course is like, obviously, yeah, 5,500 like 50, 50, or something. It's yeah, it's a, lot, um, it's a lot different. Atlantic Dunes, which is a Davis Love course. Um, I think I played 6,600. They did have the Love T set up, which were at like 7,100. Um, mm-hmm. Those things were tight because like, I don't even, I think they weren't like, they put them they like i think they just built in those tees like in random spots so they put them mm-hmm. in they put them in like they were their own tee boxes like they weren't like on the same tee box as the other one they were their own tee boxes on every hole and they were just like like so tight and so far back i'm like i, I can't play those which i mean <laughs> the guy we played with um uh that day was was like a one handicap he was really good oh what happened what, what was the guy you said last week the guy walked off the course right Oh yeah, so yeah, at, uh, at Hillhead <laughs> National, um, the guy it started like like raining a little bit, like drizzling, and like there was like some thunder near, like you know South Carolina, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Night, it's like, like just humid, yeah, yeah. I mean, like there's some thunder near, but obviously like there was no sirens going off. It wasn't close. Like it was just kind of like there, and he was like, "I play a hundred rounds a year. I'm I'm out. Like like." I don't need to play in the rain. I don't play in the rain. He just like, <laughs> just like whipped out. That's the most like, that's the most like retired guy in South Carolina. Oh, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Thing I've ever heard. Him he was like one of those old guys that you could tell was a, was a very good golfer when he was younger. And then like, obviously he's gotten older and like, I mean, he still hits the ball straight, but like not that far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean like all the people we played, played with last week were good. Um, fun to play with like good guys so um i enjoyed yeah. that that's all that's always that's all that's all i can ask for on vacation right. is a place like that so i'll I mean, get like i was hesitant to, i was hesitant to be like paired up with people because like you know corona yeah and all that stuff but like all the people we ended up oh, getting, yeah. all the people we ended up getting paired up with were really good guys so um good it was a good time so i guess that's my that's birdie perfect. just had a good week so my birdie is that i'm back at school 
uh, I played golf with my friends yesterday morning. You're, you're Part, back in for now. Couple, <laughs> yeah, for now. Like, where, where you, UNC like sent all their kids Chapel, home like a week into school. We, we saw yesterday with Chapel Hill send their kids like no, they didn't send their kids home, but they have like online classes and, right. and like we're like that's like really we're next. Like that's gonna be us. But uh, we Sunday night we were all we were all there. It was like all first nights back pretty much, and we we decided oh let's play. We're gonna get to the course at nine a.m. on uh, Monday morning, and we all wait like we all wake up. We're like we're like dude, we're not gonna get there till like ten. <laughs> so we get there and then. We end up we we end up playing like a we end up playing like a six sum, a scramble of two teams of three, and we were they, still they let you play six sums. <laughs> well, we we had, we had two separate tee times. We just combined. Yeah. We, yeah. No, no, we, we had two separate tee times, but we just combined on the first hole, and we just didn't like. But we were still behind. Like we were we were waiting for the group the three sum in front of us. That's how bad that's how bad they were. So, uh, but that was like that that was a lot of fun. My bogey. Also, could be kind of a birdie. I played my last round at my home course in in Connecticut, Silver Spring, with my dad, and I'm playing like decent. I shot like 37 on the front, like I was playing pretty well. And then, or I shot, I was going to the uh, nine, uh, three over through eight, and birdie nine, birdie ten, birdie eleven. I'm even par, and this is like for me deja vu because I played my dad in one round of club championship a couple years ago, and I birdied nine, birdied ten, birdied eleven, and I birdied fourteen. And like I was, and I was, I shot, I was like four under, and I had to walk in because I had to play a match later in the day. But I was playing so well. I come on twelve. I'm like, I'm like, I could literally like, like I want to shoot like under par. I've never shot under par before. I want to shoot under par. Mm-hmm. And then I bogey like five out of the last six holes. To shoot. Like, <laughs> like I was, I was so, I was so disappointed. Like I could not. I got to fourteen t, and I was like, all right, like one over again. I'm like, oh my god. Like I was just, it was just. Was it was so? It, it was what, so. What happened? Was it your putt? Like something always goes wrong. Was it your putting? Was it your short no. game? Was it like just hitting the I ball? Tee? Short game. Short game hasn't been great because I haven't been practicing oh, that much. My, my uh, short game was so bad last week. I yeah, was like, shanking chips. Short game, it's terrible. Like, we were playing. I mean, obviously, you're playing on different grass, so like the grass was a lot softer there. It's uh, um, Bermuda, I think, right? And like for some reason, like in the Northeast, I'm used to being able to like kind of hit under the ball. And just kind of like pop it up into the air, like on yeah. chips. When you do that, when you do that in the in like the south, the your club goes right underneath the ball and it just sh- shanks. Oh yeah. So like, like, like I was like, I, like I, the, I couldn't the, get the Bermuda rough is tough. Yeah, I couldn't get used to that last week, and I was just shanking like chips all over the place. I like mm-hmm. I was putting from like fairways yet because like I just couldn't chip, and it was like much better, easier for me to putt. Yeah, it was so bad. Whatever. I have all this footage from last week. I don't know what to do with it. So <laughs> we'll see. Make, make, one, make it in one big like vlog slash compilation. It probably it'd probably yeah, look I pretty guess. good. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So, so that's that's, that's our it. week. Yeah. We're oh. no Pat. Pat will be back next week. I'll be doing the podcast from Kentucky next week as I'll be working the Kentucky Derby. Which would be a lot of fun. What could you possibly be doing there? Because there's going to be like no spectators. There's there's 25%, which is still like 20. Like I, I like my friends and I, I are talking. I have, like, I have a feeling that 25% is not going to be like yeah, 25%. No, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's just going to be, I feel like I'm just going to be bored out of my mind. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. you and like all the horse trainers and stuff. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind that. I'll be, I'll be, like, give me some, give me some horse racing odds. I'll be, I'll be ready to go. Right. Talk so, to my dad about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I will text your dad about that. I will. I actually will. He so got another, he got another horse. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Is he racing? He's not going to race the, the no, third not like, this week. Okay. No. Yeah. All right. So that's, 
that's our yeah. pod we'll, we'll see, see you again. next week at the bmw um hopefully pat will be back with us next week uh make sure to to uh follow us on instagram at the pin high pod um also check out golf is the bets as we'll have skins coming out later today and some DraftKings lineups so uh, see you next week peace